you for listening to this message from the North Gate. I have felt a very specific uh, assignment on me tonight, uh, one that I uh, did not uh, did not really. Uh, I don't know. You just you know when you when you come into a place like this, you can start whenever you want to, brother. When you when you come into a place and you're visiting friends and you just want to do a good job. But um, <clears throat> over the last several days if I've prayed, you have to forgive me, I'm going to get probably really emotional. I have felt a heart for your pastor. in a way that's very unusual. It it makes me uncomfortable almost. And I'm just going to say some things to him tonight and I'm going to let y'all go. I'm really just, specifically tonight, you can turn up just a little bit for me, brother. Specifically tonight, if you'll give me grace, I don't really feel like I'm here to preach to you. I don't, I don't really, I don't really feel that uh, I'm even here to talk to the church. I really feel like I'm here for my brother. But more than for my brother, I feel like I'm here. Um, and I, I, I say this with all due deference, and I say this with all with all uh, humility, but I mean it especially here, but I also feel like I'm here tonight. I'm not calling myself this, but I feel like I'm here tonight as a prophet to a man of God. And uh, there's a story in Genesis of uh, of Joseph and Joseph has a dream got a big dream so I'm going to talk to Jimmy tonight and y'all just get to listen I asked the Lord I said should I do this privately he said nope so There's a story of this man named Joseph, book of Genesis, latter part of Genesis. He has a dream. He has a dream. And as this dream kicks off, it's just nothing but struggle from then on. It's just hard. It's just hard. People he loves, turns on him. He gets to a moment of his life where he really feels like some things are turning around and they're not turning around. They're actually going to get worse. His brothers put him in a pit. They sell him to traders. (laughs) 
Then he finally gets out of there and he goes to a house where he really feels like the favor of God is on him. And in many ways it is, but he gets there and he gets accused of something. He gets accused of, uh, Joseph does, he gets accused of trying to do something with the master's wife and he gets put in prison. And then when he's in prison, he meets these two guys, a baker and butler and he feels like again like maybe these guys can help me out maybe they can maybe they're a vehicle to this dream that God has put in my heart and they forget him they forget about him he's in jail and he tells them he says boys when y'all get out would y'all please just remember me and speak to the king in regards to my case and they forget about him And he's sitting there and more years and years pass. Finally, something happens. There's a moment of remembrance in the mind of one of those men. And a king needs help. It's interesting because this dream that Joseph had was so... uh, so unique it was so it was leadership of family it was it was all it was so unique this dream of this impact that he would have and he takes two steps forward and three steps back and two steps forward and three steps back and two steps forward and three steps back i've learned something about um, when promises take a long time Sometimes it's not uh, it's not it's not that you lose faith that the promise is true. I've learned something very unique about it. It's you can lose faith in yourself that you're the person to do it. It's not that you go God can't do it. You just go. I can. I, I think of Joseph. And I go, how does he, how does he have this dream in his heart? And he's sitting in a jail cell for years, years, not a month, not a, not a few days. He's sitting in a jail cell for years. How does he not lose himself? How does he, not, not that he would lose confidence in God, but how does he not lose confidence in him? Are you hearing what I'm saying? And so, I feel like I've come here tonight specifically. This is what's so fun. I, I, I so don't want to do that. I want to, I want to preach and have fun with y'all and make you laugh and build faith. And, oh, man. But I don't feel like I'm here to do that. I feel like I'm just here to really look at Jimmy and tell him a, a few things here in front of his people. think of Joseph and I go, you know, I just, I just don't see how he doesn't somewhere down deep inside lose this sense of, not that the dream isn't true, but would I really do that? Is that really what I would do? I feel overall that I'm here sort of this weekend, even as I get to talk to you again tomorrow night, 
I love being with y'all. This is like a family meeting. Sort of the same grace I have in Mobile. I want you to pull up that scripture if you can, Nietzsche, or, or that I had, and I want to I want to read this scripture to you. And I want you to actually can you can you can you uh, can you give me Psalm one hundred five just like from the very beginning, from the Passion. You don't have to turn there. I don't even want you to open your Bibles. What time is it? Eight o'clock? Yeah. I'm not going to be long tonight. I don't feel to be long. I feel like this is what this is supposed to be. Just a a family night. We've already seen a prophetic gesture of that with his mom and dad coming up. It's supposed to be a family night. This ain't, I'm going to help some of y'all. This ain't supposed to be a revival night. But it is a revival night because it's a family night. I'm going to read a little bit of this and then it gets to it, it mentions it starts to mention Joseph a little bit and I just I'll say a couple of things to you Jimmy after this and then and I'll we'll go home or do whatever you want to do Psalm 105 chapter number 1 just follow me as I read please Bubba just keep them going go ahead and give God thanks for all the glorious things he's done go ahead and worship him tell everyone about his wonders Let's sing his praises. Sing and put all of his miracles to music. I can see y'all doing that. Shine and make your joyful boast in him, you lovers of God. Let's be happy and keep rejoicing no matter what. Seek more of his strength. Seek more of him. Let's always be seeking the light of his face. Don't you ever forget his miracles and his marvels. Don't you ever forget his miracles and his marvels. Don't you ever forget his miracles and his marvels. Hold to your heart every judgment he has decreed. For you are his servants, the true seed of Abraham. And you are the chosen ones, Jacob's sons. For he is the Lord our God. And his wise authority can be seen in all that he does. For though a thousand generations may pass away, he is still true to his word. He has kept every promise he made to Abraham and to Isaac. His promises have become an everlasting covenant to Jacob as a decree to Jacob. He said to them, just like he said to you about this property and other lands in Streetsboro, I will give you all the land of Canaan as your inheritance. I love this part. They were very few in number when God gave them that promise. They were very few in number when God gave them that promise. Why does he include that? Because it's not by might nor by power but by his spirit. They were very, go back to the last verse, please, 11. He said to them, I will give you all the land of Canaan as your inheritance. They were very few in number when God gave them that promise. And they were all foreigners to that land. They were wandering from one land to another, from one kingdom to another. Yet God would not permit anyone to touch them. 
punishing even kings who came against them. He said to them, I believe he's declaring this over you this night, don't you dare lay a hand on my anointed ones and don't do a thing to hurt my prophets. So God decreed a famine upon Canaan land, cutting off their food supply. But he had already sent a man ahead of his people to Egypt. It was Joseph. He was sold as a slave. His feet were bruised by strong shackles, trials, tribulations, struggles, difficulties, the ups and downs of life. And his soul was held by iron. And this is the verse, I feel like God sent me here to to speak to you, Jim. God's promise to Joseph God's promise to Joseph purged his character until it was time for his dreams to come true. God's promise to Joseph purged his character until it was time for his dreams to come true. God's promise to Joseph, bring me my phone, Nietzsche, purged his character until it was time for his dreams to come true. It was the greatness of God's promise. It was the greatness of God's promise next verse in each verse 20 and then we'll go back to 19 but eventually but eventually the king of Egypt sent for him setting him free at last verse number 19 the Holy Spirit told me to tell you Jimmy you've come through a great season of purging. You've come through a great season of purging. But that purging is coming to an end. You're on the backside of the purging of your character. The Lord told me to tell you four things. The Lord told me to tell you four things. I'll start by saying this. That the purging of your character, Jimmy, was not intended to destroy your confidence. 
I just really have to drive this, this home as we're just talking. I really want to just look at this verse again. It was God's promise to Joseph. This, 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 this verse in the New King James or old verse would read like this. But the word of the Lord tried him until it's time. It tried him. I don't know how old you are, Jimmy. I'm going to guess because I feel like, are you, how old are you? Okay. I want you to look at this number I circled right here. Okay. When do you turn 45? January. The Holy Spirit told me, Jimmy, that some of the stuff I'm going to tell you will begin to start happening when you turn 45. It's coming to a close, Jim. It's coming to a close. And this first A clause of this verse is coming to a close. And the B clause of this verse is coming on the scene. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm scared to say these things sometimes because I don't know how people perceive me. You only, you only receive a word the way you perceive it. I'm just a cool guy, and what I say don't carry much weight. But if I have the word of the Lord, it carries great weight. But the purging of your character, Jimmy, was not intended, number one, the purging of your character was not intended or meant to destroy your confidence. I declare over you, that this thing that's going to begin to happen to you when you turn 45 is there's going to rise in you a confidence that you haven't seen from your early days. The Holy Spirit told me that some of the things you experienced and even did in the gym were going to happen again, but just from a totally different route. Power, explosions of glory, But there's going to arise in you a confidence. You're special, Jimmy. Is that going to restart? Okay. You're special, Jimmy. You're special. You're unique. What you carry is significant, Jim. This is why this purging has been so deep. Sometimes I'm just going to talk. I don't. If I'm wrong in all this, you just tell me. But sometimes you just feel like you can't do anything right. Just messing up here. I'm not doing that right. I'm not doing this right. I'm not doing that right. I'm not doing this. Do I fit here? Do I fit there? Where does who I am fit in this equation? What? How does all this work together? I just, I just tell you, Jim. There's going to come a confidence in you, and this purging, this purging was not intended to destroy your confidence as a man, as a minister as a leader. But there's going to arise in you a fresh confidence when you turn 45. It's going to be really special. It's going to cause you to step into some things that are bigger than you and bigger than now. 
I'm going to get ahead of myself here a little bit, but the Lord is opening up this whole state to you. He's going to. And I don't even know what that will look like or what that will be, but it, I, I want to say this. It doesn't have to be the way we think it should or even with our kingdom family or whatever, but God's going to open up doors for you to have leadership, not in a city, but in a state. And these doors... These doors are right, Jim. They're good. They're good, Jim. It was not intended to destroy your confidence, Jim. Number two, the purging of your character, Jimmy, was not intended to make you hide from your purpose. Number one, the purging of your character over the last season of your life. I don't know how long that is. It could be 20 years. It could be five years, 10 years. I don't know. Just saying what the Lord told me to tell you. The purging of your character was not intended to derail your confidence. It was the promise that did the purging. The purging is actually the goodness of God. Sometimes we can act like we don't think it, but sometimes we just think it's the displeasure of God. And even with all our new theology about how beloved we are, we can still think sometimes it's the displeasure of God. We don't want to admit it because we don't want to be honest. But, but you know, we still, yeah, 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 yeah. So the Holy Spirit, number one, the purging was not intended to destroy or did, did uh, uh, destroy your confidence. And as this begins to happen, your confidence is going to explode but it's from a whole new place. It's going to be beautiful. Number two, the purging of your character was not intended to make you hide from your purpose. Not this kingdom family's purpose, your purpose. There's a story, and as I was, the Lord Lord is telling me this, there's a story when Saul was anointed to be king, the scripture says that Samuel brings out the tribe of Benjamin, then brings out Saul's house and says, Saul has been chosen to lead. And the scripture is very interesting. It's a fascinating scripture. I've preached from it before. It says, but they couldn't find Saul. And and people were asking, where is Saul? This, this man is anointed to lead. And he said, but where is, where is Saul? And this is the language of script, the New King James uses is they couldn't find him because he was hiding among the equipment. So in the day of his elevation, his confidence was so broken and his his disbelief in his own purpose was so that, that he hid among these elements and they had to go get him and pull him out of hiding so he could be anointed king. And I'm telling you tonight, Hiding is over. And the the feeling that you felt like you had to show your humility by hiding is over. It's coming to a close. Well, I can't do that. That'll look like I'm, uh, you know, promoting myself or stepping out and doing it. It'll look like I, no, no. This is a confidence issue, you see. So so initially God's going to, God's going to, 
this purging was not intended, this purging of character was not intended to destroy your confidence. And God's going to restore that confidence to you in the coming months. And it's going to accelerate exponentially when you turn 45. And then the Lord's not going to allow you to hide from your purpose anymore. There are things in you that are different. And it's okay. I'm not your pop, but in all the permission I can, I just give you permission to be you. Because there are things in you, Jimmy, that are not like other people. That's good. There, I'm going to talk very plain. There are things in you that probably don't even fit in the kingdom family we're a part of. That's okay. It doesn't, none of that even matters. How does this fit with that? No, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? I don't care about that. Who cares about that? Who cares about them, Jim? I'm going to say how I feel. They don't pay your bills. They don't run your church. I have people all the time, you know, you got to be, you say, man, when, when people start paying my bills, I'll listen to what they got to say. I won't even them, but I'm just making a point. But who cares if it fits in, Jim? Who cares? I've lived my whole life not fitting in. It's okay. Join me. I sing that song tonight in front of even part of probably part of our kingdom family. They roll their eyes. I don't care. It's who I am. Oh, that's all. That's religious. I don't care. It's who I am. It's who I am. God's going to restore your confidence. You don't have to be agreeable all the time, Jim. Even the brother, you don't have to be agreeable all the time. There's something unique in you. Yes, you're supposed to be, be in this flow, this family. But I call you this night back into your uniqueness. I call you this night back into your uniqueness. You're not me. It's a good thing. We'll talk about this a little bit tomorrow night, but I feel to just touch on it tonight. I just declare your days of comparison are over. When I'm when I moved, I was I was twenty I was twenty nine, single. My grandfather's church was failing. His health was terrible. Hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. 40 people. Couldn't even buy toilet paper, Jim. 
Now, Holy Spirit, tell me I want you to move home. I want you to move home and protect that man's name. I spent 10 years of my life <laughs> protecting another man's name. I did at church in North. That was never about me. It was my my papa passed. He was 83 when he passed. I was born in 83. He was born in 38. I was I was 38 when he passed. We sent that man out. The place was packed. We're singing old. Oh God, we're having Holy Ghost camp meeting. It's going out of the bank, and nobody ever knew that his church was struggling the way it was. When I went, I say that because when I went, the Holy Spirit spoke to me three things, Jimmy. He said to me, I'm 40. I turned 40 in April. He said to me when I moved to North Carolina, he said, he told me three things. He said, number one, what if what you see, this is to me, he said, but what if what if you what you see in your heart and in your head is not for you, but it's for your son? Will you do all the work and get none of the credit? Verbatim, that's what the Holy Spirit asked me. What if what you see in your heart and head is not for you? For your I wasn't even married at the time. I'd been through a rough relationship in Alabama. Girl, I thought I was married that I was really good to who trashed me. She missed out because I'm rich and it's really good. And uh, I didn't even have a son. I didn't even know if I'd get married. I was so, I was so, can I talk plain? I was so pissed off. I thought if I get married, I'll be 40. I'll be 40. And I, oh, it was bad. Where my heart was. So I, I used to conflate that and go, well, maybe the Lord meant spiritual son. I said, no, nah, but he said, I got a six-year-old boy now named Silas. See, I still own all that property in North Carolina. I'm just saving it. I'm holding it. Second thing the Holy Spirit asked me, he said, he showed me a racehorse. That's why I feel it too. He showed me a racehorse. <clears throat> and, he, and he showed me this racehorse. It was like a camera zoomed in on the head of this racehorse. And there were blinders on either side of that racehorse. And that horse's head was down. What are those blinders for? So that horse runs its race. And does not look to the left or the right at what the other horses are doing. Holy Spirit told me, he said, I want, you to, I want you to never compare yourself to men your age. Because there are men your age that will do much more than you. But I've got something for you. And so I release you from all comparison. I release you from all comparison even in relation to time. I'm about to be 45. I know men that are 45 and they do this, 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 and I'm not there. And I, da, 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 da. no, 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 no. I'll come another time and preach to you a message. I preach at our church in North Carolina called Untethered from Time or Life Changing. And the third thing the Lord said to me, and this is why I say to you about the number 45, is the Lord asked me, I'm 40 now, so I guess I got 10 more years. But the Holy Spirit to me said, What if you're 50 before I'm done processing you? Are you okay with that? 
So the, the Lord, let's get back on track here. The Lord told me to tell you the purging was not meant to destroy your confidence. It was not meant to hide from your purpose. And the purging of your character is what I just wanted, just told you this, was not intended to make you compare yourself to other people. They're further along. They have more revelation. They have this. They have this. They have this. I just declare over you your days of comparison. I feel to say it again. I know I'm repeating myself a lot tonight. Your days of comparison are over, Jim. I just really feel to just to release that into you. I've got one more thing I want to share with you. Just stretch your hands this way. This is, I'm going to say it like I want to, and I don't care if people think it's those words, but this is your man of God. So I just declare over Jimmy, over you, Jimmy, your days of comparison are coming to an end forever. Oh, hallelujah. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Come on, just take a minute and pray. Pray right now. Come on, let's pray. You can stretch your hands this way if you want to. Just pray. I feel it coming up out of you right now. I feel that. I feel that spirit of comparison coming up out of your belly right now. Being ripped up out of the inside of you, Jesus' name. I break that yoke of comparison. The anointing destroys the yoke and removes the burden. And that yoke that's been on you of comparing yourself to other men, care who it is. You're special, Jimmy. You're anointed, Jimmy. So I stand in the office of a prophet this night and seal that thing in you of comparison coming up out of you. I declare that the, the, the element of beloved identity is just not is going deeper than just who you are. It's going even into what you do. That what you do is amazing. The way the Lord expresses himself through you is amazing. Bro, I just stand up under it. There's people in mobility and say, you just old school and churchy. I say, okay. Those same people call me and say, will you help me with my light bill? I say, I thought I was old school. Something coming on you, Jimmy. It's new. It's fresh. This is a new day for you, Jim. I don't mean for this church. Of course, it will be for this church. But it's a new day for you. You're stepping into the next six months of your life are preparatory for that 45th birthday. I'm going to tell this church right now, this church, I'm going to say this very the way I feel it. You better throw a massive party for this man when he turns 45. 
I'm talking about pull the stops out. I don't care how much, I'll even help you. I don't care. I will, I'm telling you, this thing about you turning 45, Jimmy, is real. It's not, this is not TV preacher stuff. It's real what I'm telling you. And the last thing I'm going to tell you, Jim, is that the purging of your character was not intended to put out your fire. The purging of your character was not intended to destroy your confidence. It was not intended to make you hide from your purpose. It was not intended to make you compare. And this purging process you've been in for the last season of your life was not intended to stop the fire on the inside of you. There is a root of Holy Ghost, Pentecostal, tongue-talking, fire on the inside of you. And I say tonight, it's good. The Lord told me to tell you, Jimmy, the Lord told me to tell you that God doesn't call a man into rest for his fire to be quenched. He calls a man into rest so that man can properly tend it. A hurried man can start a fire, but only a seated man can tend a fire. But this seating and this rest you found is not intended to make you less passionate, Jimmy. Well, you know, there's a real teaching grace on the family. Wonderful. But what if you need to preach like a wild man? Well, you know, apostle's not doing that. That's good. As he should. But what are you supposed to do? That's good. It's good. I could even see a day coming. You get rid of this table and chair. This ain't even really you. You need a pulpit. You need to preach. This ain't you, Jimmy. It's good. It purged you for a season. That's good. But the season of purging is coming to a close. Lift your hands. I feel the anointing of Jesus in this room. Yeah, worship the Lord. Come on. He's doing this. He's doing this. I feel the fear that I feel the holiness of Jesus in this room. Hallelujah. This is life changing. Something shifting in this whole church ministry life. Oh, 
Oh, I declare over you, Jimmy, the purging of your character was not intended to put out your fire. Come on, keep praying. Keep praying. Even if I talk, you can pray for just a minute. I'll let you know if you need to quit. So I stoke that fire. I come to you like Paul said to Timothy and say, I feel there's something in you. It was in your grandmother. It was in your mother. It's unfeigned faith. It's faith and fire on this. It was in your mama and it's in you. And I tell you, I speak to your belly to stir up that gift of God. You're being called to this state, Jimmy. You can't be called to this state not being the real you. The real you is going to step up. There are people you're intended to reach. You will not reach being somebody you are not. So I just tell the fires on the inside of you, burn. Burn, 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 burn. Burn, 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 burn. Burn, 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 burn. I feel like I can say this right because you'll hear it right. I just even declare the fires of holiness to burn in your heart. I felt the Holy Spirit start calling me back into areas, some areas of personal. I'm going to use the word because people are scared of this word now. Holiness. I don't preach it. I just keep this personal. That ain't cool now. That ain't what God's doing. That's good. That's good. But it is what God is saying to me. You're not going to put on your brother's clothing or anything else to get a blessing. Your brother's preaching style. Your brother's, you're not going to do it anymore, Jimmy. You're wild. You're untamed. It's okay. It's what makes you you. So I just declare the fires of God to burn again, even in this house. Seasons have been good, but I feel the fire coming back again. I mean, Holy Ghost fire. Holy Ghost fire. I'm talking about even old lost people coming in again and being just smoked by the fire of God. 
I stoke that heart for evangelism. You've been through the purging, Jimmy. If those things are still in you, it's because they're good and they're from God. Don't despise them. Don't despise them, Mike. Don't despise them. You've been through the purging now. If those things are still in you, it's because God left them in there. Turn that up a little bit for me, brother. Y'all keep praying. It's good. Yeah. 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 I declare you will not and you have not lost. Keep praying, keep praying. You have not lost yourself in the purging, Jimmy. Many times extreme purging will make you doubt yourself. Maybe I'm not the guy. Maybe somebody else. Maybe that's not what I'm called to do. No, I just declare to you by the word of the Lord, you are the man. God's promise to Joseph purged his character until and I declare that this night begins your until until it was time for his dreams to come true. Because there's a king calling for you, Jimmy. Put that next verse up on that screen. There's a king calling for you. I'll buy you a new hat if I have to, Jim. But as I was on the plane flying here, I seen myself doing what I'm about to do. I'll buy new carpet in here. I don't care. I'm going to do what I feel. Yeah, it's going to keep touching you, Jim. I know. I just have to do what I feel. The time of your purging has come to a close. And a fresh anointing is coming on you.
It's time, Jim. It's time. Oh! I call you like Gideon. The ones around you now can win this battle. There are fights ahead of you, but you got that 300 around you now that can... The ones that were afraid had to go. The ones that couldn't cut it had to go. Oh! Come on, pray, church. This is good. Fresh fire, fresh confidence, fresh purpose, no comparison. Oh, I don't just call you a brother tonight, Jimmy. I don't just call you, I call you a man of God. Sometimes in the struggle, Mike, we can lose the sense that we're men of God. Just start thinking we're just normal. Uh, there's nothing special about us. No, 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 no. I renew that man of Godness on the inside of you. Called, anointed. Ooh. Yeah, pray for him, Mike. Yeah. Why is this happening to you, Jimmy? Because your kids are destined to be kids of fire, confidence, purpose, and never compare themselves. And if two or one, we declare this over Mama T as well. Come on, keep praying, church. I declare that over you too, Mama T. Well, they won't like the songs I sing. They don't. Who cares? I don't sound like her or that. Who cares? 
What moves me doesn't move them. Who cares? Ooh, keep praying, it's good. I know many of you know this, but I feel to really all weekend reiterate some things. This man and woman are special. Yes, yes, they are. They're not normal. And you're honored to have them. They are gifts from God to you. Let's just keep worshiping for just a moment. Come on, it's good. It's good, yeah, it's good. So I even call this house higher in your love and honor for Jimmy and Tina. Don't let their humanity cause your honor to falter. Don't let them become normal. Well, when that guy gives a prophetic word, I feel it more because I know, Pastor, no, 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 no. I'm, t- I'm saying honor is going to start rising again for the gift of God on the inside of this man. Special. 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 Just lift our hands to the Lord. Just let, let them just stay right there. Come on. Let's just worship the Lord. Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him. I see you preaching on stages, Jimmy. You would have said no to before because see that don't fit within what we're doing it doesn't matter God's calling you God's calling you you're a voice Jimmy God's calling you you're going to start saying yes to those invitations and you're not going to feel the need to explain to anyone why well I know they're not in the same stream as us but I you know I felt like that's all fear of man that's ending that's all fear of man you you, you do that because you lack confidence Not anymore. This city and state doesn't need a Bren here. It doesn't need an Apostle D here. It doesn't need a Mark Castle here. It needs a Jimmy Lovejoy here. 
You are uniquely gifted for this state. I even, I just, I feel to do that. You're going to continue your love for this city, but I call you higher than this city. And I call the leadership of this house higher too because your man of God is going to need to touch this state, not just the city. And you're going to have to elevate your game. I don't even say it to, I'm saying that to the whole group here. I looked at you, but I didn't mean you. I'm talking to the whole group here. I see you in Dayton. I see you in Monroe. I see you in Columbus. I see you in Toledo. I see you in Maumee. I see you in Akron. I see you in Canton. I see you traversing this state with people that are not even a part of what we're doing. It's okay, Jimmy. Well, what will the brothers think? Who cares? Who cares? Who? Who? Say this one final time, but I break the yoke of that off of your neck. By this anointing oil. And I release you to run. I release you to run with fire and passion, purpose, confidence, and no comparison. I release you to run with passion and fire, purpose and confidence, and no comparison. Eventually, the king called for him. There's going to be men in this state call for you, Jimmy. They're not even religious. They're not. A, they're not. But listen, they don't have to be a part of our family, Jimmy. They have need of what you carry. I guess what I'm saying is right. I don't know. I'm just. They. They. They have need of what you carry, Jim. This is not about. Our family's good. We're good. We're good. But the king is going to call for you from different places, cities, organizations, and people, different streams of the church. I'm just going, can I, I'm just going to, and you don't even have to do that thing like when you even tell people like, I would ask you like, how'd that meeting in Maumee go? And you go, well, it was good, but you know, they don't really have, you don't, you don't even have to explain any of that. Just like, God moved, man. People were touched. People were touched, man. God moved. It's awesome. I did what God told me to do. I went home at eight, slept good. Yeah. Well, I was really trying to drive home what God's saying to it. No, no. Say it and go to the house. But say it with confidence. Thank you. Thank you, BB. Confidence, say it with purpose, say it with fire. I feel do one more thing when he brought that to if you have a if you have a little bucket here with water, I'm gonna wash his feet. 
because I'm going to wash off the, the dirt and the dust of this, of this purging season. See, when they would come into a house in those times, what would, why would they wash their feet? To remove the dust of the journey and enter into a new place. As they're, as they're preparing that, I want to read one thing to you, Jim. Just stay right there and where you are. The Lord told me to read this portion of this thing to you. Therefore, kingdom men are content to be leaders of a remnant, keepers of the flame, preservers of the seed, and protectors of tomorrow's Abraham's, Isaac's, Moses's, John the Baptist, and even the Christ. So tonight I call you a leader. I call you a keeper of that flame. I call you a preserver of that seed that's been in you since you were a boy. And I call you a protector for generations. I release you from comparison and I call you into fresh leadership, fresh keeping of the flame, fresh preservation of seed, and fresh protection of the promises for these generations. Ooh, come on. I know I told you a hundred times, but I just feel lift our hands. God's sealing something in this moment. I call you a leader of remnants, a keeper of the flame, a preserver of the seed, and a protector of generations. Kingdom men are content to be leaders of a remnant, keepers of the flame. I want all of y'all to stay right here around me while this happens. Don't even go anywhere. Hold this mic for me, CJ.
Come on, just lift your voice another moment. I feel something just being broken loose and sealed, sealed by the Holy Ghost. I see the conversations even you've had with Tina at night. Frustration is it's coming to a close, Jim. What about that? Why don't I feel like I fit? Why don't, why don't they love like me? All this, all these, and, I, and there, you had to get it out, but I say it's coming to a close this night. Sweet sleep, sweet joy. Oh, what a good woman you are, Tina. <laughs> what a good woman you are. Oh, to care for your husband the way you have. Ooh, to care for him as his heart was torn, purging in pain, misunderstandings. You've cared for him, Tina. You've loved him. You've honored him. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Today I wash the dirt off of that season, Jimmy. Miss Tina, I just want you to put your feet in there as well because I heard the Lord say, and I'm going to, his journey has put residue on your feet. 
but I'm going to wash the residue off of your feet too. And now I declare you begin a new journey. You two together, starting this July. And we're going to see it explode in January of 24 when you turn 45, Jimmy. thing I'm going to do is when I was on the plane coming up here I heard the Holy Spirit say I don't even think you wear one but I heard the Holy Spirit say you're going to hand him your watch as a sign that it's a new day and a new time and a new season It's a new time, a new day. God's about to elevate you, Jimmy. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. You've done that, but why? So he may exalt you at the right time. You're going to touch this state, Jimmy, with the fire of God, not just streets of her. You're going to touch the state. You're home, Jimmy. I know even sometimes you said, man, I'd love to be in boat. No, man, this is it. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Ooh, that watch looks good on you, Jim. I'll say this and I'll try to shut up. I'm with you, Jimmy. I'm your brother. I'm with you. I believe in you, Jim. I think you just need to hear that. I believe in you. Not just the house, the worship, Tina. No, I believe in you. I believe you're special. You're anointed. You're called of God. I see you traversing this state and laying hands on people like you did when you were a young man. 
I see people laid out all over these these meetings you're going to go to. You're going to go to meetings, and brother, you're going to go in places, oh, I feel this. You're going to even do things for organizations that are basically dead, or they don't have fire, and you're going to go in there, and you're going to lay, I mean, the fire of God's going to pour out of you. Those people are going to be laid out in the floor. (laughs) It's going to be fun again. You don't have to fit into any mold. There is no mold, Jimmy. Hallelujah. I'm done, honestly, but let's lift our hands one more time. Just thank the Lord for what he's doing. Come on, let's thank the Lord for what he's doing. Come on. Can you turn that up anymore? Get, hey, okay, give me a little boost back there and we'll just, we'll just conclude with just a thanksgiving. Come on, let's just lift our hands and thank the Lord. Shoo. Big Mike felt to, if you feel to give to Jimmy and Tina personally tonight, Big Mike said he felt to just lay some things at his at their feet, gifts, offerings. I'm I, this is good, Mike, because some of you in this room, I'm gonna say it like I feel it. Some of you are not where you need to be. You're still having some financial issues, and you're gonna come out. But some of you were in a place that was unbelievably bad, and connecting to this man and woman has launched blessing into your life. Can I tell you? Can I tell you something? In the book of Joshua, the scripture said after Joshua led God's people into their inheritance, this is what I'm saying, the people turned around and then said, since you've led us into our promise, how can we lead you into yours? And Joshua, this is what Joshua said. Joshua said, I just want a piece of land up on that mountain. And the people of Israel said, done, done. I don't know what this means and this, I'm glad the Lord brought this up and I don't know if this means physically or like a, a new house but I did hear the Lord tell me to tell you uh, prepare to move. I don't know if that means a physical home for your family. Some, when, I, when I heard that, I heard that, I'm glad, so glad we're doing this because that's the last thing I feel like I need to share. I thought it could be you just traversing around the state ministering, you know, in movement, moving. But I don't know. You you take that and whatever that means to you and your family. But I hear the Lord said, get ready to move. Get ready to move. One more time, let's lift our hands and thank you. The Lord is amongst this people. And he gave them that promise when they were small in number. I declare this plaza belongs to this house. (laughs) Hallelujah. Don't have to worry about it, overthink it, strategize, analyze. Just believe. Just believe. Just believe. I'm going to add to this offering, Jimmy, for my, I still have my church in North Carolina. 
I have it for reasons like this. But I'm going to send you a gift. I'm going to send you a check for you and Tina for $3,500. Just for you. Not for the church. Just for you and mama. You go on vacation with it. You do whatever you want to do with it. But the Holy Spirit said, from your house, I want you to send them $3,500. So I'm going to add to this offering. You're special to me. There's very few places I go. When you're connected to a great man, many people don't honor you. They just want you there because you're connected to the great man. But I feel true honor from these two people for me in this house. And I bless them this night. I declare their greatest days. Come hold this for me, CJ, and I really am done. Hold this microphone for me. I declare the greatest days of their life are in front of them. All the way up there, CJ. I'll, I'll move my face if I need to. I declare the greatest days of their life are in front of them. The greatest days of blessing, prosperity. Hallelujah. I do feel to say that ain't your forever house. God's got something for you. <laughs> God's got something for you. I guess I'm talking right. People are looking around going, shaking their head. Uh, uh. Holy Ghost knows everything, doesn't he? I thank you for that new house. I thank you for that new land. Woo. I declare over them, Lord, what you, t- what you said in Amos. You'll plant them on their land and they'll never be uprooted again. They're going to look around and it's going to be blessings, blessings everywhere they look. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's just lift our hand and worship. I don't know how to dismiss this, but we're just going to just stay right here for a minute. I'll let Big Mike decide that. Just stay, let's worship. Hey, let's stay right here. CJ feels something from the Lord. So I asked Nietzsche a weird question earlier, and now I know why. So in 2018, which is probably when you guys were about to transition into this building, correct? I wrote the song, Stay Wild. It was your song. It's yours. It's your story. And it was a reminder for you to stay like a child. So I say over you, stay wild. Love, joy, family. Stay wild. And I don't know how to do it, but we're going to get that printed. And we're going to put that in your office. What you needed was family and a place to be free. Look around. Look around. This is your place to be free. Yeah. You got treasure in this field. I command this family to stop looking in other fields and seeing treasure over there, but not seeing treasure here. And I don't just mean these people. I mean this place, this city, this. Come on. Some of y'all look in Mobile. You look in Covington. You look where I was. And you go, oh, that's that's awesome down there. We're just the North Carolina. No, 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 no. No, no, no. You will not say that anymore. There's treasure in this field. This place is special. You are special. You are not second class. 
You are not stepchildren. You belong. I thank you, Lord, for the treasure in this field. I thank you for the honor for this city, this place, this state, this house, this people. In Jesus' name. man, I don't think the Lord's done tonight. We just lift your hands and pray in the Spirit. God, we worship tonight as witnesses. We testify about the mother and the father and the family you've given us. God, we witness tonight. We honor the gifts that you've given us. anybody to move but if you're around one I just want you to put a hand on if one of the Lovejoy children are around you I just want you to put your hand on their shoulder I declare the blessing of the Lord on these kids the anointing of Jesus on these children 
I declare that everything I said to their father tonight, I said to them, confidence, confidence, purpose, no comparison. I speak healing into your body, Trent. No comparison, purpose, confidence, and fire. I declare the love joy children will be marked by fire. May not come out the same, may not look the same, but the flame will be the same. I put a hedge around those children. When an enemy can't get to a mom and dad, he'll try to get to them through their kids. I just say, no, no. I shut every door. I put a, I put a block in every hedge. Ha! Hallelujah. I declare the blessing of the Lord, the healing of the Lord, the fire of God on these kids. From the youngest to the oldest. I declare over them that when others mock their passions, they bend their shoulders back in boldness and say, I will do what God has called me to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I didn't, I didn't feel to be able to say this until now, but if God's saying it to your leader and his family, he's saying it to you and your family as well. Confidence, purpose, fire, no comparison.
listening to this message from the North Gate. If you would like to donate to this ministry, please go to www.thenorthgateoh.com and click on the link at the bottom of the homepage.